guys, welcome back to Secret Anarchy. This is a Fragrance Friday special. I'm so excited because this is a beautiful new um, fragrance that I've discovered and I'm very much honored to be hosting the founder. So without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to the founder of Old Vine Fragrance, Vine Grimble. Welcome to the show, Aitika. I'm so honored to host you. Thank you for having me. No, it's such a, it's a lovely, lovely line that you have. I absolutely adore the fragrance. Um, I can't wait to learn all about that. But first, I would love for you to tell us about yourself and um, just the company and how it came to be and what made you move into the floral, uh, to the floral and fragrance categories. Um, if you could kind of walk us down memory lane, that would be great. Yeah, for sure. So my um, experience in the floral world started at about um, 2014, <laughs> I was in a very small but coveted floral studio here in, in LA. I was going to say Chicago. I live in Chicago as well. Here in LA called Eric Buterbaugh. And hmm. Eric's studio was actually, have you heard of him? No, no, I have not. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was wondering. Um, his studio was located in the Four Seasons on Doheny and Beverly Hills. He was the in-house florist. And I started on um, actually in the back office. So I was his marketer. I was the, mar the marketer for his company. I had a small marketing company myself and I took on clients and he was one of those clients. And it wasn't until I started working inside his store because they asked me to come on full time that I really got a chance to see as an insider, see what the world of florals and, and creating these beautiful arrangements that we see on Instagram or on people's counters or at weddings um, was really about. And I was super, super intrigued. So that's how I started in floral design and I created my own stamp on the floral world here in LA when I started my own company, Old Vine Florals, um, here in Los Angeles, we're in downtown LA. We opened in 2017 and it wasn't until about 2020, it was literally at the start of the pandemic that we decided to create a fragrance to go with our, um, to go with our our, our motif, our beautiful florals are great. They're gorgeous. We send them all around LA, but we really can't send them outside of Los Angeles County um, mm -hmm. because it's just a little difficult. So we wanted to create something that we could send anywhere in the world. It represented what we believe is, you know, the world's most beautiful flowers, um, but you can get them in a bottle as a fragrance or as a candle. Wow. I love that. And I absolutely, you know, I want to say, I absolutely love the fragrance. I wanted to just say on air um, that I, I'm a huge fan. It is the most beautiful and delicate yet just refreshing fragrance. And I, you know, for everyone listening, you know, I'm very much new to the fragrance world um, overall. So I'm very much a newbie, but I can tell you that, you know, immediately when you, um, you experience it, the scent is just, it's perfect. You know, it sits so beautifully with, um, especially with the summer and, you know, the weather, the way it is. So I, I just want to applaud you for creating something so beautiful, Atika. It's beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. It was honestly, I have, um, very little experience when it comes to fragrance as far as making fragrance so to have my first experience in the in the floral world in the fragrance world as a fragrance maker 
um, be with the amazing Fermanish changed um, the game for me. Fermanish is um, one of the world's um, largest fragrance makers. They create all of the scents that you probably smell when you go to Saks or Nordstrom or, you know, Bloomingdale's. And a lot of people don't know that. They don't know the, the noses behind these scents. Um, they only see, you know, Tom Ford or Lancome or Chanel, but they don't know the noses that create these scents. So Fermanish is that. They are the noses. So we had a chance to create our first scent with some of the most coveted noses in the world. And that is really, you know, a testament to why the um, Ovine fragrance um, has been such a hit. Oh, wow. I had no idea, actually. You just taught me something new. I didn't know they were um, so, you know, um, so much behind the scenes when it comes to the fragrance world. That's crazy. I, that's really cool. Yeah, it's definitely, um, it's it's a world that a lot of us aren't privy to because, like I said, we go to Saks, we go to Nordstrom, we go to CVS, we buy our scent, and we go home, and we spray it, and we, you know, you get companies that you are very familiar with brands that you're familiar with Gucci has since Chanel has since everyone has a scent um and we also have you know the the newer scents that have become something like we love Byredo right now right we're we're in love with all of these new scents but we really don't talk about who is creating the scent behind the brand um and that was something that I um I had no clue about, and it was just, we took everything as we went. I love that. I love that you brought that up. And you know what? That's really the essence of why I even created this series was to learn about, you know, these kind of things. And so, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful to you for bringing that up. Um, I, I actually want to ask you though, Atika, I want to learn about, um, you know, what your preference is when it comes to fragrance, because I know that, you know, right now it's one, one fragrance in the line and it's absolutely beautiful. It's very, you know, it is very floral. It is very like, you know, and I love what you said about being able to send, your florals worldwide, you know, and let everyone have the experience. And I think you've truly encapsulated that because I use it every day. I could you not, I use it every day. <laughs> and everyone's always asking me, what are you wearing? You smell wonderful. Oh, and I'm goodness. my secret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, like, you know, from your experience, just as, as an individual, you know, when you were approaching the fragrance house and, and, the, the experts and you were saying, you know, I want to create something that's, you know, universal, something that's really representative of my brand. What were some of the, like the conversation pieces that came up, you know, when it comes to sense and like the, the different pieces, the moving pieces that go into play when you're crafting a fragrance, you know, as an entrepreneur, if you could share that journey with us. Yes, of course. So it was very important that the scent represented not only old vine florals, but also myself, my own personal story is told through my scent. So I grew up in Northern California in the East Bay and the smell of the water that we had to drive by every day um, and the low hanging fog and the rolling golden hills, those are so, um, they're so amazing to think about. I think about them all the time. And so I wanted that memory to come through in the scent. So part of the scent that you're, part of what you're smelling is water. So that's in the scent. I also loved um, 
orchids because my grandmother, that was her favorite plant or that is her favorite plant. She's still with us, thank goodness. And so you're also smelling vanilla orchid. Um, I love the smell of freesia. Um, it's so strong and, 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 and still, it's, it's strong, but it's not overpowering. And so we make, made sure to have freesia in there because that's a personal favorite of mine. Um, and so I just wanted to share part of my story through the fragrance. I wanted it to help others evoke memories because fragrance, that's what it's all about. It's, it reminds us of certain things, certain times in our life. And so that's where a lot of, a lot of the, of, of what you're smelling, that's where a lot, where a lot of it comes from. I love that. And I love that you didn't like overpower it with too many, like, like too many different, um, I guess flowers or like the scents associated. You know, how like a lot of fragrances, they'll be like, they'll fall into the floral category, but then they'll smell like a rose and jasmine and lily and everything combined. And it's like, oh my goodness, it's too much. Like, <laughs> you know, so. No, I'm, I get it. I get yeah. it. Um, they have, I think the noses that I worked with are just so spectacular. I met one of them and he is a third generation nose. And so they're really good at making sure that you can get each note and it isn't out overpowering. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's a, it's, it's, it's a very special thing that they do. I can't take all the credit for that. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's, it's truly, it's, it's magnificent. And I mean, even, you know, the way you described it about, you know, the meaning behind why you picked what you picked to be in it, you know, it's, that's to me, that's the real essence of, you know, why I created the series is because, you know, fragrance, I mean, you know, for me personally, as a consumer has always been this beautiful way of recalling memories you know, and really kind of going back to a place where you feel comfortable or that you loved or a memory that you really loved. And I can tell you firsthand, you know, when I used fine fragrance, I, I personally think of my summers um, in Michigan. It's crazy. Like, it, I don't know what it is about it, but it, um, you know, growing up, I, I grew up in Lansing, you know, around the area remember just being a little girl and it was just a wonderful wonderful time in the summertime because it was you know you, you're always outside I always had a great time and it just made me think of like that happiness and that those moments and so you know when it comes to that you know when it comes to that aspect you know what do you hope to kind of deliver to your audience with this fragrance I mean is it is it just like a summer fragrance or is it a yearly fragrance like how, what did you have in mind when you first created it? Well, we definitely want it to feel very year round. Um, and I feel like when I think about the Bay Area and how um, it's like one of those cities or San Francisco Bay Area, one of, one of those places where we're not very seasonal, if you know us, <laughs> we're not like what you probably experienced in Michigan where you have, you know, summer heat, winter snow, fall, crispness in the air. It's, it's pretty... Um, 60 to 70 all year um, with lots of rain. And so um, I wanted to create something that was definitely felt very year round. I also wanted to create something that felt both masculine and feminine. I feel like that's something that is, um, is really happening right now where there aren't scents that are simply for, for a man or simply for a woman. And that's something that I wanted. I wanted to share the, the, the EDP with my husband and we do, we both wear it. Um, and it, and that was really important to me. 
Yeah, no, I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful unisex fragrance. I think you definitely hit the nail on the head with that because it's light enough to where men can easily, easily wear it as cologne. And, and you know, it, it smells beautiful. I mean, it, it's just, you know, for everyone listening, I know you can't smell the fragrance right now, but, you know, for me to describe it to you, it's very airy. It's very light. And it really does sit beautifully with you and your skin chemistry. I know that um, I've tried it. Uh, my mother sprayed it on herself. It smells completely different from her, you know it's like it's just a like you said you know you really did hire the top noses you know when it comes to creating this and it shows because it's it's a wonderful and it lasts that's another thing I wanted to mention to you is that with floral scents I kid you not I can never get them to last you know and just leave it and so you've done such a beautiful job because uh this really does last throughout the day and I may I will spritz it maybe like once or twice during the day to refresh it like this kind of outlasts my my old fragrances that I was using so oh thank you that that's really important to us so thank you for sharing that Absolutely. No, I, I would actually love to um, get your idea, not your idea, but your your experience about trend, you know, transitioning into this space. I know fragrance is a very mystical world. You know, I yeah. recently, <laughs> uh, I recently interviewed Ver- Veronique Gabay and, you know, she, she was behind like Armani's, uh, you know, Aqua de Joe, and we were talking about this, um, this exact topic. And I, and I really want to get your take on it as well is this idea of, how does, you know, what is it like as an entrepreneur to go into this world? You know, is it kind of like, you know, just you have no idea you're walking into a dark room and just hoping for the best? Or how was that transition for you, you know, moving into this area? You know, it was very, um, it was very interesting. First off, we started this transition during COVID. So it was during the pandemic. So most things that you would do in person, you're now doing over, you know, Zoom. So that was very interesting because we had to talk through our ideas and we couldn't, you know, smell the scents. We had to really, um, in our ideal world, we would go to France and we would go um, and meet the noses and, and in person and, and have conversations but that wasn't something that we could do. So we, we had to pretty much kind of write everything out and discuss what we were looking to create. It was very eye-opening <laughs> because like you said, it the fragrance world is essentially, you know, just to be honest, very gate-kept, right? So there's yeah. only so much access you're going to get if you if you don't do what I did or if you're not invited in the way that I was. Um, and so everything that I, that I, that I saw that I experienced from creating my scent to selecting my bottle, to selecting the paper for my, for my boxes was all very new, but it was great because it was so special for me. Um, and I know that me being the first, you know, African-American floral designer to create a luxury scent. And, um, to be honest, when I, you know, i been to the World Perfumery Congress and I've met other um, fragrance makers or other folks like myself who are, who are very curious. And it feels like a club, you know, that, that now yeah. I'm a part of and, and, it, and that feels good. That's very interesting that you say that. And I, I'm actually like, you know, very intrigued by that because I always felt that as, even as a consumer, that it's like kind of like a club, but it's a wonderful club. <laughs> it's yes. 
Yeah, and, and you know, also congratulations um, for this amazing, you know, milestone that you've really kind of um, accomplished for all of us, you know, all women of color. I think it's such an important thing to highlight because, you know, um, you being African-American, I'm Indian-American, you know, we don't see ourselves represented in this beautiful world of luxury as often as we should be. And I think that by you doing this, it's, it's truly, you know, it's a milestone for many entrepreneurs out there that might want to go into fragrance and, you know, think, you know, it's, it's possible we can do this, you know, you don't need to be scared. It's not something that you need to hold yourself back from. Yes. Um, oftentimes, oftentimes people do that, you know, they think that an, an area is completely saturated and with certain, I, I don't know, I guess, I guess personalities and they don't want to even embark on that journey. So I really commend you for, you know, Thank taking you. Yeah. Um, I actually want to ask you, though, um, along those lines, uh, what were some of the things that you kept in mind when you were, you know, as you were crafting, was it something that you had to keep a certain demographic in mind? Like, I know you wanted your fragrance to be universal, which it is, you know, but as a woman of color, you know, and then wanting to appeal to the communities that you represent, the communities that look to you as an entrepreneur, were there things that were in your mind that you wanted to definitely kind of hit on the head and make sure that you're appealing to everybody I mean was that even a thing you know or am I just I might just be asking something <laughs> that and for you but, yeah, yeah I mean I think that fragrance is very universal um I think for most people culturally you might have a certain taste for something with food because it's what you grew up tasting that's very different than what others may have grown up tasting or you might have a different you know kind of swag when it comes to your dress um because culturally this is how people dressed where you were but I you know or where you're from but I feel like fragrance is so universal that it it transcends um but what I did want to do which I also done with my florals is make sure that I was at the forefront and that people knew that I created the scent because when they see me, they know that I'm a black woman and it's not something that you see very often. So it was very important that I, in all things, you know, made sure that I spoke on behalf of, of our brand. Um, and that to me is, is, is very relevant. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's extremely relevant. And also, I just want to say that the way the packaging is, the way your aesthetic is, it's not like branded to be part of just one community, whether it's, you know, racial or demographic, it's literally just a part of the luxury community. And I love that you did that. You know, I love that you did it the way you did, because it's, you know, that's one of, for me, a very big passion point is that I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs who are, you know, of color, whether it's, you know, Indian Americans or, you know, Middle Eastern or African American or whatever the background is, we often find ourselves putting things in boxes, you know, in cultural boxes. And I think that that goes against the movement, you know, it goes against the overall idea of really kind of putting our faces out there and our, and the word out there that, hey, look, look, yeah, okay, it's a person of color, but the the fragrance or whatever it is you're creating is top of the line. It fits right into the category. It's not something that stands out, you know, like a sore thumb, you could say, or just for a certain demographic. I find that a lot, you know, especially in like skincare, for example, or like beauty. I find that to be a, a theme and it always like irks me when founders do that. So I'm yeah. glad that you did. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And I think 
I think for me, it was not something that I, I did intentionally in the beginning, but it became that because what I noticed is that people are very proud to spend their dollars with you when they find out that you are a woman of color, that you're a woman, um, or that you're black owned, you know, they really do feel a connection to that brand or that company that they're buying from when they find that out. And I feel like, and they don't have to be African-American to feel that connection. It could be any race, but want to support and want to be an ally. And I feel, I feel strongly about that. And so I became more aware, as I became more aware of it, I became more um, loud about being the owner and being a black woman. And it's turned out pretty good so far. Yeah, no, I'm so glad you did. And I definitely felt that connection. You know, when I first like learned of your brand and I, and I knew you were the, you know, um, you know, at the head of it, I was very much connected to that, uh, to that vision and to that, you know, aspect because I was like, yes, here we go. You know, it's like, this is something I can get behind. And it, it, it is, it is a, it's a subconscious connection. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I think we all have that on some level, you know, but to my, to my point from earlier, it's like, we don't need to brand it as, as such. We just need to know that this is the person behind the line and I can get behind the founder, you know, and I did yeah. it can be, it can sit on my vanity and look like everything that I love, but it doesn't have to have that stamp of woman of color or, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to have that, but I know that. And that's what yeah. connects to this. Yeah. So I love it. I love it. Um, I actually want to ask you, um, you know, what are your future goals with the fragrance line? I'm so excited because I oh, know that you're you. even more beautiful for years to come. So if you could share anything with us. Of course. So we have been going back and forth about creating another fragrance or working on more candles. And I think right now our, the direction we want to go in is for the candles because we have been very, very, um, successful at selling the candles. So the fragrance, I think people still have their favorite fragrances and obviously they're open to try new ones, but a lot, and a lot of, you know, parts of the world, you can't smell our fragrance. And so if they are not able to smell it first, they may not, you know, be ready to break up with their fave. But I feel like with candles, people are a little more open so it's been, um, it's been an interesting observation. So we're going to go um, ahead and increase the offerings for the candles. That's awesome. I, and the candles are just as beautiful. I mean, the scents are just, it's, it's, you know, universal, you know, the fragrance obviously is absolutely stunning, but the candles are just as fragrant and they're so, so luxurious and you know, just well-crafted. I mean, that's the best word, word I can use is well-crafted. You can, my mother actually, um, you know, took one of them and it was like, I'm using this. Oh, <laughs> very sweet. Thank you for sharing that. She's obsessed. She's obsessed. So <laughs> I, I'm happy to see that. And, you know, I, I, for everyone listening, you know, I really urge you guys check out the whole brand. You know, the candles are beautiful. Like, you know, I can't even tell you, but the fragrance itself, the first time I smelled it, I'm telling you, I was hooked. I was hooked. As soon as I smelled it, I even uh, emailed um, your PR company. I was like, I love this. Oh, <laughs> goodness. Thank you so much. It's been yeah. a labor of love. So thank you for all of your support. That means a lot. 
course. Um, so for everyone listening, I want you guys to definitely check out the brand. I'm going to be linking everything in the um, concept art for this episode. And if you have any questions at all, you know, for Itika or her, her team, please leave them in the comment section. I'll definitely pass them along um, to her team. But yeah, this has been such an honor. Thank you so much, Itika, for coming onto the show and sharing your journey and, and your beautiful vision with us. It's, it's truly an honor. Of course, and just in case anyone needs our information, um, you can order directly online at oldvinefragrance.com for our candles and our perfume. And if you are interested in sending anyone flowers in the Los Angeles area, um, we're at oldvinefloral.com or you can visit us in downtown LA at 132 West 7th Street. Perfect. That's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. And yeah, it's Old Vine, everybody listening. It's uh, old v i n e fragrance.com for the website so definitely check them out and like i said i will also be linking everything and there will also be a podcast summary to go with this that will have the actual link to the website and to the um, floral website as well as well so um, make sure you guys check everything out and leave us your feedback but thank you so much Itika. this was so wonderful this was great. Thank you for your support, allowing me to share my story on your podcast and good luck with everything on your end. Likewise. Thank you. Of course.